Hey, welcome to the podcast Jokestrap. This is Wes Hoffman. Good to have you back for another episode or here for your first episode, whatever it may be. Uh, this is episode number five. Um, for those of you that tuned into the last episode with Brian Sawasser, thank you. Um, I do want to apologize for the recording quality. I realize it was a little crappy in terms of people couldn't really hear Brian unless they like used headphones into their device that they were listening to. Um, I realize that now, so I apologize for that. For the next interview, uh, we will have better equipment, so you'll be able to hear better. And uh, anyway, so um, yeah, this is Jokestrap. Um, again, the name deriving from the love of comedy and also the love of sports, and that's how we got this podcast name. And uh, my name is Wes Hoffman. And uh, let's see, so... Brian and I, uh, when we were talking the last episode, we were discussing a show uh, that was uh, happening at O'Malley's Sports Pub on Tuesday. Uh, that was August 26th. And uh, yeah, it, you know what? It was actually August 30th. August 26th is when we recorded that episode. But yeah, the show is August 30th, so a few days ago. Um, so, so yeah, um, Brian went on stage. It was probably about the first time he performed in like two years uh doing comedy and that's uh so um we brought or i brought brian up and i pretended like i didn't know how to pronounce his name made a stupid joke brought him on stage um and you know what um considering that it had been two years since he performed he actually did pretty well um his material is was was good um there were some words that weren't pronounced correctly i think he rushed it a little bit um but all in all he did all right now he felt he did terrible and uh or maybe not terrible but just not as well as he thought he should have or was going to he didn't live up to his own expectations now as comedians uh, expectations that's uh that's uh you're hardly ever going to live up to your expectations in comedy um, and maybe life in general. Um, I know personally that um, I hold uh, a lot of expectations for myself, whether it is uh, my day job or in relationships or in in comedy. Um, I expect a lot out of myself. So um, it's, um, it's different for everybody. Um, but uh, Brian, uh, he, he was feeling a little bit bad about it. Um, uh, some other comics were talking to him, you know. Um, I think the main thing is you just have to keep doing it. Um, I told him, like, whenever I have a bad set, you just have to... Uh, I mean, I can't wait to get back out there again and, and, and do it again and, like, basically prove myself wrong. Like, what happened that last show, that's not how... That's not how it's supposed to go. It's... it. I'm better than this. I know I'm better than this. So you have to keep going back out there. Now, with Brian, I don't know if if comedy is something he's aspiring to do, like, career-wise, uh, as much as myself and others. Um, so maybe maybe it, it doesn't matter as much to him, but um, the way he reacted made it seem like, okay, he, he wants it to be better, and he knows the material he did can be better, but I think the next step would be to just keep keep doing it you have to just keep going out there and giving it a shot and uh so yeah um the rest of the show at o'malley's was was great as well um 
Tina Allen Gallo as the headliner. She tore it up. She she uh, totally destroyed the show. Um, and uh, Athena Rodriguez was there. Uh, we had Sam Medina there. Uh, and uh, it, it was just a great show overall. Anika Dell was there. Um, I can't remember everyone's name. But, uh, but yeah, uh, we had a great show on the 30th. And uh, we have another show coming up September 6th, Tuesday. Um, headliner is going to be Mario Hodge. Um, I haven't seen him before. Looking forward to actually seeing him perform. So um, it should be a fun show again on September 6th at O'Malley Sports Pub. Um, tomorrow, uh, personally, I will be performing a show at Laughing at the Blue Fin. Uh, that's on s- 686 Canary Road in Mountain View um, at the Bluefin Billiards upstairs there. Um, I'll be performing in that show. It's uh, ran by uh, Corey Robinson, uh, who uh, I've worked with in the past. So that should be a, a very fun show. Uh, Big T Butler, uh, Terrell Big T Butler is going to be headlining that show, and he's he's great. So I'm looking forward to that show tomorrow night, uh, 7.30 p.m. start time. And, uh, yeah, that's tomorrow, Friday, September 2nd, that show. So, uh, yeah, uh, so those are the recent shows um, and the upcoming shows there. And uh, so, yeah, the the past weekend, uh, let's see what happened. Uh, so Saturday, um, what happened Saturday? Oh, I didn't really do much. I did a lot of packing on Saturday. Um, I played basketball in the morning. Um uh, with some friends, and I actually had a pretty good game, I have to admit. Um, we played against a group of, like, other people that just happened to be at the park that day, and we're like, all right, we're going to play a game of five-on-five, five. and then we did that, and then uh, no one was really covering me because I don't look like someone that could play basketball very well, but uh, I was actually hitting a lot of my shots, and then after a while, everyone was like, got to cover that guy, you got to cover that guy, so it was actually a, a good day, uh, in terms of playing basketball that morning. Uh, the rest of the day, I was packing uh, boxes, um, actually getting ready to move. I'm moving this weekend, Labor Day weekend, uh, moving in with my buddy. Um, so, um, yeah, Saturday is the big moving date. I've already moved some of this stuff over to the place, but um, we're moving the rest of this stuff over, um, or most of the stuff, most of the rest of the stuff. <laughs> uh, we're moving that over uh, Saturday. Uh, so once it's done, I think I'll be more excited. Like right now, everyone's like, oh, are you excited? Are you excited? I was like, I just want to get it done. Like I'm tired of picking up boxes and moving them around. And I just want to get everything settled in. And then I think I'll be excited once it finally kicks in. I'm like, oh shit, I'm out of my parents. (laughs) I think that's going to be the fun part there. Um, so, so yeah, I got that going on, and then uh, Sunday, last Sunday, I went to Alcatraz, I uh, went with some friends, um, went with my friends, uh, Joy, Tisha, and Michael, we went to Alcatraz and did a tour, um, I've done the tour before, but um, I didn't really remember m- most of it, um, so it was actually a good refresher uh, to remember that I should probably stay out of trouble, um, <laughs> And not break the law because it's a tough life. I mean, there's obviously Alcatraz isn't being operated anymore other than a tour attraction, but it just gives you an idea like, damn, that 
this is no this is not good i don't like this like some of it was just straight up creepy like some of the things they had like a little morgue they have a little morgue area or like <laughs> uh, it was weird so watch we uh we did a whole tour they give you the the audio instructions like um if you've never done the tour they give you uh audio headphones and so you you listen to the tour and you do the tour at your own pace um which is nice um but they also tell you or they told me anyway uh before we started like don't stop the player like let it keep going because i was like can i go backwards like if i miss something they're like no no don't do that you don't want to do that i was like uh okay because like I mean, what if I want to spend more time in a certain area than I do in another area of the tour? But anyway, so uh, I'm playing the the audio on the tape, and uh, it's like, okay, look at this on your right. And so you're looking at it on the right, and you're trying to read sometimes stuff that's like like a sign or something that, that happens to be there. And then the audio voice goes okay now walk down to the end of this hall so you're starting to walk down to the end of the hall i haven't even reached the end of the hall yet and he's the voice is already like going into like what's going on down there and i'm like whoa hold up man i do not walk this fast like and plus there's a lot of other people touring you gotta counter this in to the equation mr recording voice it, it was really weird how how that whole i mean it's not really weird, but it's just funny. Like, did someone actually like walk through with this tape and like say, Oh yeah, I think this is a pretty good speed. Like it's supposed to be 45 minutes. Um, and, uh, which it is, but it's kind of a, a it's type 45. It's not a very, they didn't allow, allow enough room for laugh tracks. Uh, <laughs> um, it's, uh, yeah, they uh, definitely squeezed a lot into that 45 minutes. They definitely could have stretched it out to about 50, 55 minutes if they wanted to. Um, got a lot of cool pictures from the trip, uh, thanks to our friend, Joy. Um, she took a lot of pictures. She has this GoPro camera that's kind of cool. She walked down, like, one of the um, one of the cells, uh, like the, the aisle. I don't know what you call it, the cell aisle, the cell block, I guess. Um, she walked down and she like filmed a little bit. It was pretty neat how that turned out. Um, that was the one thing I had noticed the most since the last time I had gone to an Alcatraz tour um, was that there is a lot more people taking photos inside of the tour. Like, it's, it's, I'm actually kind of surprised they allow it, to be honest. I mean... You would think they'd want to boost their sales in the, um, not the sales themselves, but boost the sales in the gift shop. Um, you would think they want to boost those and and just like also boost the actual tour attraction sales. But the fact that we had to buy tickets and so far in advance for that tour itself, um, I guess they're doing pretty well even though people are taking photos. Um, they did take a, a photo before we got on the ferry to go to the actual Alcatraz Island. Um, they took a photo in front of a backdrop of Alcatraz itself. 
and the four of us kind of like went into the photo i think just thinking yeah whatever let's just get this over with because they were doing they were taking photos of everybody it wasn't like really an optional thing it was like this is what you do before you get on the ferry so we we all just kind of stood there and like it was funny we were all wearing our sunglasses too like uh, whatever you know (laughs) and then when we saw the photo we're like wow that actually came out pretty good so we all ended up buying a copy of the photo i thought that was pretty funny how that it's always it's always funny how like something you you don't really put much effort into somehow seems to turn out good i don't know it's kind of weird i wish that would happen with this podcast <laughs> no um but uh but yeah it was it was a fun trip fun to re-experience alcatraz and uh so now I can wait about 10 or more years before I go back, I guess. Uh, but yeah, uh, so let's see. So, um, yeah, Tuesday, this Tuesday, like I said, is O'Malley's O'Malley sports pub. Um, and that's going to be another fun show. We got a packed lineup Tuesday. Um, let's see, who do we have? I can tell you who we have, um, coming up on Tuesday. Like I said, Mario Hodges headlining, and then uh, we have Chris Mitri there, Nelson Lynn, Brian Blanco, Alyssa Westerlund, uh, Dave, I think it's Zugnoni, uh, Joey Garcia is going to be back, uh, Jordan Rich will be there, and Shannon Murphy. Um, Shannon Murphy is awesome, uh, so you'll want to check out that show. Um, again, that's Tuesday, September 6th. Uh, that's an 8 o'clock show. Uh, no cover charge. O'Malley Sports Pub. Yeah. So um, I want to get back to um, uh, the discussion I had. I, not to put Brian on blast, but just uh, just comedians in general. Like after a bad set, like um, wh- what kind of feelings like go through comedians' minds? Um, I remember in the beginning, uh, in the beginning, um, I remember like when I first started comedy, I would if I had a bad set, um, I thought, okay, that's, that's the end. Like one, one, one time doing a joke and that's it. That's all I'm going to do it. Like, I'm not going to try that joke again. If it doesn't get laughs first time, that means it's not funny. But then over time I realized, okay, everyone's different. Everyone laughs at different things. There's a reason why I thought these were funny. Like if I, if I don't think they're funny myself, then obviously I'm not going to say it say them at all um for example um <laughs> so i did this bit yesterday or not yesterday tuesday at o'malley's um it was something that i just had said in conversation over dinner um with my friends brian and jeremy um and uh i decided oh i'm gonna use it in the show the following day but um so it was uh it's it's a dark dark joke and it wasn't even something I had planned on saying in the show, but my friend Jeremy at dinner was like, wow, that's actually pretty funny. You should use that. And then uh, Tuesday before the show, he told me, you know what? I told my boss that joke, and he and they were like, no, don't say it. <laughs> I was like, what? I'm planning on saying it now, and now you're telling me not to say it? And he's like, yeah, they said not to say it. So I thought that was interesting, um, but I ended up saying it anyway just because I had planned on it. So what it was is... Um, uh, it was a it was a nine eleven joke. Now usually these are 
these don't go over very well. I haven't heard many good ones, really, to be honest, by anybody. And it's probably a topic that most people don't want to hear about. They're not going to laugh at unless it's really, really good. Now, my bit was just like, oh, my uncle invited me to uh, the A's game, the Oakland A's game on September 11th. And I was like, so that way we can remember all those losses we had by uh, seeing a different kind of loss. And that was the joke. But <laughs> it was complete silence after that. Um, either everyone um, hates the A's or... No, I don't know what it is. But, it, I mean, I, I get an idea of what it was. It's just a subject that people, they don't want to laugh about. And uh, so it has to be really good. And, uh, I, I mean, I said it anyway. I just, I mean... It's the kind of humor I do sometimes, um, sort of darker. Um, so I gave it a shot, and it just it didn't pan out. And 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 now I can accept that. I mean, that's fine. But in the beginning, if I had did that joke, I would have been like, "Okay, that's it. That's it for that joke. I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna try it again." And uh, I still may never try this one again. But um, just in general, I mean, like. You can't throw away a joke after just one attempt. You have to at least, I think, do it three or four times. And then if it gets no response each of those three or four times, then maybe it's time to think about, okay, at least rewriting it or figuring something else out. Because, uh, yeah, that's that's just how comedy works. I mean, it took... Um, I recorded a comedy album four years ago, and... Uh, um, it's called Slow Child, if you want to look it up. But uh, it's uh, it takes a long time. Like I remember when I started comedy, I was like, they're like, oh, Wes, you got five minutes. And five minutes seemed like forever back then. But when you start, you're like, oh, man, I got like easy 10 minutes, easy 10 minutes. And then you start talking and say your stuff on stage. And then you realize, wow, nobody laughs at this stuff like I thought they would. <laughs> and I don't have 10 minutes. I have like one minute. And that's usually the ratio it is. It's like 10 minutes for like every, you'll, you'll write, a, you'll do you about 10 minutes of stuff. And maybe one minute of that is actually good. That seems to be the ratio that I have anyway. So so yeah, I, it took me, let's see, I started doing comedy, what, in 2001, and then really working at it in 2006, so, and then I did the album in 2012, and the album's about like 40 minutes, so, I mean, I, I'm okay with the way the album turned out, it could have been better, but it, it I mean, uh, how many other, I mean, I self-produced it and everything, so there's that, but I was, I'm happy with it overall. I, can, I mean, I'm looking forward to recording a more uh, professional album and uh, someday in the future, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, that's just the way a comedy works. It's a lot of hit and misses. You gotta, you gotta try to do stuff. You're gonna say jokes that don't work and if they don't work, then you just go back to the drawing board and you try it again. And um uh, that's how it is. It's, I mean, this podcast is um, a good example of it. I mean, I'm just rambling on right now, really. But um, it helps me brainstorm. It kind of gets me uh, set. Sometimes maybe I'll come up with a little bit 
within this podcast that I can then use on stage. I actually, uh, I wanted to talk about <laughs> one of the subjects that I, I mentioned in two podcasts ago when I was talking about uh, the Smash Mouth concert. I, w- I wanted to do that bit on stage, but I totally uh, forgot about it um, in the moment. So maybe I'll still do a bit about like concerts and then comparing them to like um, comedians. And then if the whole uh, the whole thing about a well, what if a crowd really knows the comedian's joke and then the comedian opens up the joke and. S- and starts the joke off and then <laughs> decides to point the mic towards the audience and see if the audience could say the next line of the joke or the punchline of the joke for them, like a concert. Um, I still think the idea behind that is pretty funny. Um, I have to figure out a better way to to write it out, though. So, um, so yeah, that's a... It's um, I don't know. It's a a tough thing to do um with comedy um a lot of times um especially if you don't do it very often uh you have to it's something you just have to keep keep doing it's it's like with anything it's like with sports really it's like a tim tebow is now trying to uh, become a, a a baseball player um after playing football for so many years and he hasn't played baseball since high school and and with sports and with especially baseball, it's not something you could just stop playing and then pick right back up, like ten or fifteen years later. It's a it's a it's a game about timing, really, especially hitting. Um, so, of course, Tebow will get signed by a team, maybe an independent team, just because of who he is. But if he if he was anybody else, it, he he would never have a shot. He wouldn't. There there's no way. Um, he he's just going to be a publicity stunt at this point. If he ever made it past AAA in the minor leagues, I would be definitely surprised. And even if he made it to AAA, I would be surprised. Um, it, it's uh, someone someone said that his, his a scout said they saw Tim Tebow batting, and they said his swing was so long it was almost in the stands, meaning that his bat speed is very poor. <laughs> he does not have very good bat speed when it comes to hitting a baseball. Um, but yeah, speaking of which, I was going to watch the, uh, Oakland A's game tonight and then, uh, we turn on the TV and then, uh, realized it's Thursday and the A's don't even have a game today. So uh, there went that idea, not going to watch the game after all, apparently. Um, so the, the one night of the week, I'm putting aside time to watch the game and there isn't one. So just my luck. Um, preseason football is going on now. And I, I could care less about about football. I really don't get involved in like following the NFL too closely until about Thanksgiving time because then it feels like, oh, it's football season. Let's go. I actually had a fantasy draft yesterday, um, and I forgot about it. And then when I remembered it, <laughs> I actually went, I went online for like two minutes. I entered the draft, and I drafted Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> Now, obviously, that's just me saying I don't care because if you know what's going on with Kaepernick now, you can pretty much guess he's not going to be playing this season. If if any, if if if, if he's even in the league at all, um, so uh, yeah, I I just thought it was funny that I sat down while I drafted him. Though I mean, I I took uh, Kevin Wong on his uh, podcast. Um, 
his podcast is called The Podcast. Kevin Long was talking about this whole Kaepernick crap that's going on. And I really could care less. I mean, I could give my two cents about what's going on, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna, um, it's not gonna matter because people have opinions and people usually do not change their opinions on topics such as this. So what's the point of me arguing one side or another, um, over the whole thing? Um, but, but Kevin Long was, was, was stating how it was funny that, um, this guy, uh, Kaepernick, he sat down to make a stand and there's a real irony. <laughs> it's just ir- ironic. He's like, so wait, he's making a stand, but he's not actually standing. I don't know. It's like, I kind of want to like my next, my next comedy show tomorrow or maybe the one after that. I kind of just want to like do my whole stand up bit sitting down just i don't know i just want i mean i know comics have done it but it's just it's it's funny that whole that whole situation uh but yeah i don't want to i don't want to talk about kaepernick it's 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 everywhere it's on facebook like every day everyone's talking about him and and this and the sad thing is there's so many negative comments coming his way i mean what he's standing up for in my opinion here it is um is is good i think I think it's great, but I don't think it's the right way to be doing it. That's all. And, uh, well, that's that. That's all I'm going to say about this subject. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, the, let's talk about the Oakland A's, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> so the Oakland A's recently, uh, they tr- traded Coco Crisp. Uh, Coco Crisp has been with the team for a while now. Like in terms of Oakland A's speak, uh, he's been with the team the longest, and uh, they traded him earlier this week to the Cleveland Indians. Um, Coco Crisp had been complaining about his playing time, um, and now this is what he gets. Um, but he agreed to the trade. He had to waive his like clause in his contract that he could be traded, and uh, he got traded in the Indians. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of sad. Um, it's an end of an era, so to speak in Oakland. Um, this is the guy that ignited the team during their 2012 playoff push. Um, the Bernie lean, the A's were all doing the Bernie lean dance and Coco Crisp was one of the main people behind that. Um, I, I doubt they'll play that song at all anymore now in the Coliseum. Uh, but, but yeah, it's, it's, it makes sense from a team standpoint. It's not so much a money factor, I don't think. It's more um, Coco's getting up there. He's like 37 years old now, and they wanted to see the young guys play. They just have nothing to play for this season. They want the young guys to play, see what they look like, prepare for the future. So it made sense uh, that this is what they had to do. A lot of A's fans are upset rightfully so um the season has not gone well at all um i think the longest tenured oakland a's player now on the team is sunny gray and which probably really hasn't been that long of a time and to be honest sunny gray probably would have been traded this year too had he had had a good season but since he's been hurt most of the year he's still on the team so i don't know if that's something to be happy about or not but that's that's what happened this year it's just so many injuries the a's have had um, so 
it's made it really tough to even know who's playing half the time but uh that's just the way the season goes sometimes and uh you gotta just go with it uh there's one more month left in the regular season of baseball and then uh october comes around we get in the playoffs uh basketball and hockey season will start soon after that football season's about to start in a couple weeks um so pretty much all the sports will be going on here in a little bit all four major sports be pretty exciting uh you get to choose one uh or two i suppose i don't know that's that's the hard part is like deciding which one oh which one do i want to pay most attention to right now and uh and then you go with it. So, like, my two that I would pay attention to the most would be baseball and hockey. And then I would put football, like, you know, it's easy. It's kind of easier to follow football just because it's, like, one or two days a week. So you can kind of put that aside and do that. But then, uh, like, if you wanted to follow basketball and hockey at the same time, it's kind of tough. Um, just because they both go kind of the same calendar calendar year there. Uh, but, but yeah, the, the A's are definitely having a down year. Um, fans are upset. Um, it'll be interesting to see what they do with ticket prices. Um, like I've said before, I've gotten tickets or I've gotten calls about getting season tickets already for next season. And I'm just like, do something that makes me want these. Like, <laughs> uh, I'm watching you guys right now and I'm not really feeling it. But, I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to the game on September 11th. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And, uh, and yeah, it should be interesting. Um, let's see. Well, I think that's going to be it. This is going to be the the last podcast um, until I move into my uh, my new apartment with my buddy. Uh, my buddy Jeremy, we're going to be living together and with a cat, Laka, Loka. Oh, man, he's going to kill me if I pronounce the name wrong. Anyway, something like that. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that's going to be the end of this, this episode. And uh, we'll be back sometime next week once we get all set up in the new apartment. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, again, this is Jokestrap. Um, if you have any comments or suggestions or complaints or if I mention your name in the podcast and you now hate me because of it, uh, please, uh, leave a comment or whatever. I don't care. Uh, (laughs) I probably won't read it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.